Welcome to Unpopular But Accurate, the podcast. After all these years, there's only one thing these two can agree on. They're always right. Here's your host, David and Tyler. today because David it is finally here yes that is right folks the NCAA tournament it's been a long two years since we've seen the glory excited? of March Madness am I excited are you excited like what's, what's going on I've been excited are you, are you excited? kidding me what's, the, what's his reason listen listen it's been two years without the tournament David oh yeah that that is exciting the fans have been deprived of March Madness basketball buzzer beaters yes, sir. even we get sister Jean back this year from La Loya, whatever the hell that school's name is but we get them back all right <laughs> but listen it's here and I cannot wait for the games to get started on Thursday we're gonna check out where all the teams from the ACC ended up in the tournament and surprise surprise some other colleges from the Carolinas made it to the bracket we'll talk about them as well and their chances moving forward to the final four in Indianapolis this year also gonna dive into the Hornets a little bit and brush up on some Panthers news and some of the free agent signings we've got before we get started David tell these people about the deeps all right, so if y'all haven't jumped on the Instagram, the Facebook, the YouTube, we actually do have the YouTube channel on and cracking right now um, at Unpopular But Accurate. There's a lot more content that's going to be going up. Go ahead and start subscribing now. So when we start flooding the streams, uh, you guys are already there. If you get, you know, like it so you can um, get notification bells anytime that we post. Um, we always post in hot, relevant content of everything going on in the Carolinas on the Instagram page. Uh, LaMelo uh, La and Miles Bridges, you know, handshake, dunks, Terry Rozier, all that good stuff, baby. So, again, follow the page and keep up with the kids. Absolutely. Also, don't forget Spotify and that. Again, just search us at Unpopular But Accurate, and you can find us on all those channels. Let's get started, David. First up. Let's wrap up the ACC tourney from Greensboro this past week. Um, of course, the winner, we got to get started with that. Georgia Tech won the ACC tournament. You can put quotes around that. Won the tournament. Uh, congrats, con congrats, David, on that, sir. Have your moment, you know. What, what did you think about the Yellow Jackets pulling out the victory there in Greensboro? Listen, I'm no uh, sore winner. I'm not going to rub it in your face that I was right about this. And I try to tell you and I try to educate you just like I do on a lot of different uh, topics when it comes to basketball. I was trying to let you know in advance because we already put out our brackets early that, uh, you know, I, I chose the winner. Who did you have winning the, uh, the bracket again? Uh, my pick to win was Virginia. Which, you know, Bro, oh, unfortunately yeah, okay. had a COVID uh, the team, issue with the program. The team that wasn't in there. But I'm not going to jab and they, too they had to And they had to pull out because of COVID. So, you but know. Listen, let me just tell you. I said it just like I said, fellas and uh, ladies, just like I said on the last week podcast. I thought Virginia, excuse me, I thought Georgia Tech 
had the most momentum going into the tournament. They had, again, the ACC Player of the Year, Moses Wright. They had Jose Alvarado, who is the Defensive Player of the Year. And they had an all-ACC player as well. They were just hitting on all cylinders. It was beating up everybody. They played well. And, you know, they have a lot of momentum going into March Madness as well. FSU gave them a run for their money. I love me some Leonard, uh, 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 Leonard the Leonard head coach. Hamilton. Le- Leonard Hamilton, the head coach. I love me some him. He's a hell of a coach. Um, but I just kind of felt like they was going to, you know, be stopped a little short. They were. Um, it was competitive. Maybe not what everybody wanted to see, especially being that, come on now, Duke going out early because of COVID? Really? I had them in my ACC championship game, um, but we know what happened with that. They beat the snot out of Boston College, and then they laid the wood on Louisville. And unfortunately, right after that extreme high, became a very big let off and disappointment when you know an unnamed uh person in the duke organization got covid and ended the blue devil season a little early so all my blue devil fans listen we got it next year um this is not the way we wanted to go out but it is what it is so let me first get to georgia tech from what you're talking about here okay It's not like Georgia Tech ran through the ACC tournament. They won two games. They barely got past Miami, barely. One of the worst teams in the ACC. They got extremely lucky not to play Virginia, who, let's just call it what it is, they would have beaten beaten Georgia Tech. And then they got to play Florida State, who was coming off a back-to-back game from playing a tough game against North Carolina. Um, and so you could argue Georgia Tech had fresher legs. It's an asterisk trophy in my mind. Yes, you called it correctly. Congratulations on that. Uh, Congratulations, Georgia Tech. You know, but that was a train wreck of a tournament in Greensboro, my friend. That was not what 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 we wanted to see. What makes you say it was a train wreck? Well, you got Duke getting sent on early. Everybody wanted to see them play Florida State. I think if – even me being a Carolina fan, it pained me to see Duke leave the ACC tournament. I mean, I was just all up in cahoots oh, you, you, for, you, for your right. Blue Devils. It okay. pains me to see right. it. Okay. But at the end of the day, I mean, as, as a spectator and as a fan of college basketball, you want to see if they can do it. You know what I'm saying? You want to see, can they do it? Um, I was looking forward to them getting beat by Florida State, and unfortunately I was robbed of seeing that. So, um it is what it is. Virginia getting taken out, that that also dealt a blow. S- semifinals had one game. It's called the semifinals, not the finals. So it's just a train wreck of tournament, in my well, opinion. Well, my uh, co-host here, what I would just tell you is relax. Be grateful. Be happy that we did have a season because I let I remind you, this whole year could have not have easily happened. You know, so yeah. really anything yeah. that we get, we got to low-key be grateful yeah. because, honestly, the ACC, you know, whole season could have, again, not even happened. So um, with the context, let's just look at it in the right perspective. Under that same context of, you know, COVID, we, we all know what COVID. COVID dealt an ugly blow to a lot of teams. You had teams like Virginia Tech who literally missed – what was that? At one point, they didn't play a game for, you know, 20 to 30 almost days. almost 20 days yeah, when they played exactly. Carolina. Exactly. This was happening throughout the entire season. Now, the biggest blow was to Duke because 
Um, we really needed a ACC tournament championship win to get a bid into the March Madness tournament. But under the context of, you know, I'm just thankful for this season even happening. I mean, obviously it didn't go the Blue Devils way. I don't think that it really had anything to do with nothing more, but just just a tough time building continuity uh, with COVID, like the pauses and the starts. But again, you know, I'm not going to cry any tears for Carolina because they had to play three team, three, three games in a tournament and end up coming a little short. Ain't nobody mad about it. I do want to make it a point that you Carolina little, was the only team to play three games in the tournament, by the way. Um, they won as many games as anyone else did in the tournament, to be honest with you. And Carolina, even though they didn't take the crown home, Carolina walked away with a successful ACC tournament. They came there to do business. I told you last week for Carolina to solidify its seed in the NCAA tournament, they had to at least win one game in the ACC tournament. What they do, they won three game, two games, and then followed it up with a very close loss to Florida State, who is a great team. So at the end of the day, Carolina improved its seeding. They went up from as low as an 11 or 10 seed up to an mm-hmm. 8 seed. They game and accomplished what they wanted to accomplish. Um, it, it would have helped if they would have hit some free throws against Florida State. They had that game in the bag. You just got to hit your free throws. And and when you get in the tournament, hopefully they learn from this. Carolina's not a bad free throw shooting team, as bad as what everything says on paper. They shoot tons they, of free throws in they practice. They aren't terrible at free throws, but they three-pointers is going to bite them in the butt. If Carolina is not deboing people down low in the paint, uh, with Baycott and uh, Sharp, they're that's when they're at their best. They're literally one of the best front. I, I give it to Carolina. They're literally one of the best front courts because of their size down the low. The best front court. Literally, uh, you know, they just they just beat people on the boards every game. Offensive rebounds. That Virginia Tech game was just a, a, a slaughter. Virginia Tech went into halftime winning, and I honestly thought y'all was going to lose to them. But in the second half, Carolina's size just was too much for them, and that's the reason why they lost. Well, I mean, at the end of the day. Virginia Tech, that is. Virginia Tech, for sure. For sure. At the end of the day, um, Carolina did what they needed to do. They go into the tournament. Duke not in the tournament. First time in, I think, 24 years, somewhere in that ballpark. Also declined an NIT invite. I found that quite interesting. Some other programs declined an NIT invite. But if I'm Coach K and I've got these players and these young guns, I kind of want to get as much experience as I can for these players. Um, no, nah, we, don't, we don't need it. You do need it. Did you watch this season? What does what is, what is the NIT prove? It gives you Purdue. some postseason playing experience because you're not getting any this year. We don't need that. If it's not really literally for the whole thing, for all the marbles, for the chip, Duke doesn't play for no consolation prizes. We're too damn good. We are too, we are, we're too established. That is not we are, why we are literally, they did not go to the Whether NIT. you agree with that or not, Duke is too established to have a consolation prize like the NIT tournament. Have they ever played in the NIT tournament? Yes, they have. Several okay, times. And when was, when was the last time? Back before, in Coach K's early years. Okay. So Coach K is a lot more established now, correct? It doesn't matter. The reason, it does. It does. The reason why they didn't go is not because they're too good for the NIT. The they reason are they too didn't good for go, the NIT. That is the true. The reason they didn't go is because of COVID concerns. That's the reason they're stating they're not going. Well, that has what, nothing to do that's with the, oh Carruthers. That's a political correct bring answer. A, oh, because of COVID, bring we're not going to go. Bring me a sporting basketball. No, 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 no. You think Coach K really wanted to go to the NIT tournament? It doesn't matter. 
It, it does matter. So he, didn't, say, he didn't so, want to so go. Right now, he just used COVID me, as an excuse. Tell me right now, there's no benefit for the player's experience to pay at all the NIT. There's no benefit. Minimal benefit. It's not you acting like this is like the greatest thing for Duke. I didn't yeah, say it was. Uh, okay, it, I it, never it, said okay, that. So you said what's the benefit? It's minimal. Like It's like, okay, they won, but you want, you want a cookie? You want a pat on the back? You want a massage? Like Duke's not really proving anything. Yeah, they'll get some more runs and some mm. more games, but yeah. that's not really you know knocking nobody's socks off. Well, it's, it. it would help them in getting competitive basketball in there because they had a trouble competing this year. I mean, don't you think they should take as many cracks at the backs of getting practice for next season? Well, just like Jay Billis said, the whole ACC was a shooting match. Literally, nobody was like they usually are. There's a, all the top programs from uh, Notre Dame, Kansas, uh, Duke, Carolina, Kentucky. Kentucky's not in the March Madness tournament either. There was a lot of teams, Indiana, a lot of teams that are notoriously making deep runs in March Madness are not even showing up. And maybe that's a bad thing for March Madness. I think still people are going to, basketball fans are going to be happy since we didn't have something last year. But this whole season was, it, it, it was something like we'd never seen before. So stop acting like this is a regular season for everybody because it wasn't. It's very unique in a lot of different ways. It doesn't matter. Duke doesn't get a pass. Um, they get a pass. They the reason they didn't make the tournament because they weren't good enough this year. That's simple as that. And I don't care how anybody wants to shape it or, or turn it or try to twist the narrative. You could say, oh, if they didn't have COVID in the ACC tournament, they would have made it. Absolutely not. I'm not buying it because – at the end of the day, one bad call in a basketball game doesn't affect the game, even if it makes your team lose, all right, because you had a whole game to get it together. So one bad call in the final minute didn't cause you to lose, just like it didn't cause lose Duke to miss out on the tournament. The issue was they just played piss-poor basketball for the entire season. And no, this that's is, not this true. Is they didn't, they didn't play, play piss-poor basketball. They didn't win games when they needed the most. Which is piss-poor piss no, no, basketball. No, no, no. They, they were inconsistent just like a lot of teams. Carolina was inconsistent in a lot of ways. Y'all lost to Marquette. Y'all, y'all weren't even supposed to even play Marquette. Coach uh, Roy Williams scheduled the game hoping to get an easy win, and then you lose. So it's a lot of things that with this whole season was just just a phenomenon. What does Carolina have to play? What does Carolina play in Marquette have to do anything with Duke playing piss poor basketball? My, 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 my point still remains that a lot of teams weren't themselves this through, uh, throughout the entire that year. That doesn't mean it still wasn't piss poor no, no, just because you weren't yourself. You're acting like I'm saying Duke didn't play. They needed to play better in certain opportunities. Yeah, same thing as Carolina. Carolina had We should have beat Carolina in the last game of the season when we needed it the most. They no, didn't, you shouldn't. They, you got they, destroyed. They, uh, it, that, that's the outcome of the game. We should have won the game. No, you should. No, 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 no. No, I'm talking about before the game. We you needed, needed to we, win. Uh, that's, There's a that's difference. That's what I'm saying. If you <laughs> if you allow me to finish, you, <laughs> you understand what I'm win. trying to say. We needed the game more than Carolina. It's very unlike Duke to go into a pivotal game like that with so much on the line and not show up. Like you would can you, be, you can you be you a Duke hater all you want. You know that's true. Duke I, doesn't. I, that, you, I Duke mean, never does. I, I want to hear from the Duke fans. Do you think the effort Duke gave in the final game of the season was piss poor? Or do you just think, you know, eh, we lost the game? I would, I would agree. I, excuse me, I agree. I would bet, David, that a majority of your Duke friends out there would say it was a piss-poor showing in that game. So, moving on, Duke's on the couch. Carolina's moving into the tournament. <laughs> a piss-poor uh, <laughs> NC State also sitting on the couch. Stay oh at home. Oh, my God, you're so you, Your wolf puppies Listen, out Listen, I ain't going to talk about your piss-poor performance against Virginia when y'all needed that game the most, and they beat the Listen, living brakes off y'all, and y'all look scared the whole time. Take – 
the clown mask literally, off your literally, face right okay, now. Because there are so you, many things that y'all could have done against Virginia that y'all David, didn't do when it, when it mattered. David, who is dancing right now? You look like a clown. Okay, you're so, clowning on Carolina so on, and you're on. sitting at home. Y'all, y'all, y'all dancing right now, yeah. right? Y'all in the March Madness Oh, we, we Corvette so, and Corvette so, again. Okay, but we're, how far are y'all going to go? Corvette. How far are y'all going to go? It don't matter. We'll get to that. It does matter. We'll get to that. <laughs> we will we'll get, get to that. that. Exactly. The, the point it is, even want to every, say, go to listen, because you know listen, you're not. every year, exactly. Duke Carolina fan I, base. Hold on, hold on. We're yeah. just getting started early. Every year, Duke Carolina fan base, whatever team loses first to the NCAA tournament, it's a big ribbon for that team. Oh, Carolina, you Stop it. Oh, it's Stop never like it. that? I'm not hold saying on. it's not like that, but that's your expectations. You're, what you're saying is, so you never participated in that behavior. You're trying to grease it up because you know y'all going to get an early first round or second round exit. So you're it's literally possible. trying to you're literally trying to hedge your bet. I don't want to hear that. Listen, All this Corvette, Corvette to get exited in the first round. Listen, Come on, please. Listen, at the end of the day, please. There's nothing you could say, David, to take away the joy that Duke won't be dancing this year. So you know what? Because of COVID. Say what you want. Because it's of not because COVID. Because of COVID. You had a whole season literally to get because of COVID. No, it's we didn't not. get a fair shot a shot in the ACC tournament. You didn't have twenty. We games. got disqualified you because didn't. we couldn't continue the, uh, the tournament. Because the regular season never happened, right? No, like, again, they didn't play the way they needed to in a lot of – I already said that. A lot of pivotal games, they didn't play the way they needed to. But you, was that not a fair shot at Duke winning or going but to the But everybody had a fair shot at the tournament this year. You played your games, and you did not do well in the games you played in. Uh, what are you talking about, the regular season? Yes. No, I mean, again, Duke, didn't, they had an up-and-down season. They literally had an up-and-down season. We beat a lot of teams that people didn't think we were going to beat, and we lost some bad games when we needed it the most. All I'm saying is this. If you don't hear anything else I'm saying, listen to my point. Again, Boston College didn't want the smoke with us. We literally took them to the barn shed and They're beat the, the hell out of them. They're the worst team in the ACC. Okay, we beat them. We beat the, we you should have beat okay? them. Okay, Louisville, who Duke hasn't beat all year, yep. literally got the smoke too. Beat them down. They and also missed the, the tournament. At that point, I think Coach K, something snapped, something clicked with Duke. Because I was feeling like the momentum was so much on Duke's side. Why do you think it feels like, I mean, it's like the air let out in March Madness because, like, damn, Duke is not even in it. Yeah. Come on, everybody wants to see Duke in the tournament. No, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they Unless don't. you're a Carolina fan. Or a Kentucky or fan. A or a Kansas fan. Or any fan of the other big blue bloods because we all hate each other anyway. So, don't act like it's just Carolina fans. Moving on. We're going to the NCAA tournament preview here. All the excuses coming from this blue devil over here. All right, now we're going to dig into the NCAA tournament. Thank God it's here. Seven ACC schools made it into the tournament. That would be Florida State, UVA, both four seeds. Clemson made it in as a seven seed. Carolina as an eight seed. Georgia Tech, an ACC tournament champion, made it in as a nine seed. Uh, Virginia Tech, 10. And then Syracuse snuck in. Jimmy Bayheim and those Syracuse Orange get in at 11. Of course they're going to do that. David, let me ask you this. Which teams do you job. see from the ACC making a deep run into the tournament? And who do you think might see their seasons in early? Yeah, this is um, this is going to be interesting. It's going to be a, a, a fun ride. Um, just taking a look at it, I personally do. And this and literally, this is all objective commentary um it's just based on everything i've seen all season and how the brackets are set up i like fsu going the furthest okay um in my opinion fsu is one of those teams that for the last several years have been on the brink of major success they've had you know consistent amount of success i think this is kind of the year they break through i got fsu 
um, playing Alabama and um, and beating FSU and going to the Final Four. And then the other team I have, you know, actually, and and this is no shade to Carolina. Carolina actually had a really good season. Uh, all jokes aside, um, they are a good team. They they're gonna have some, you know, NBA prospects. They they really do. They they coach well. But y'all got the short end of the stick of this bracket. That's fine. Like honestly, like that's okay. Li- literally, uh, where we at with Carolina? South. Yeah, y'all, y- y'all play. Okay, okay. I mean, let's just let's just let's just look at it. Let's North tell Car- us how far you North- think they're gonna go. We're okay. gonna get in the bracket. Okay, there, okay. We don't have to go really in detail a ton, but y'all playing uh, Wisconsin your first game. That's gonna be a toss up. I think I think uh, North Carolina is gonna win, but Baylor plays Hartford. In the first round, Baylor wins. They better win. And then uh, Carolina is going to lose in the second round to Baylor. Yeah, I, you know what? I think I, that's in my bracket as well. Um, who do I think going the furthest? Shocker. I have no team from the ACC going past the Sweet 16. Really? Yeah. Why not? Um, you know, I, I just I got UVA, Florida State, and Clemson all making it to the Sweet 16. But as far as I got them going, man, I just I just don't believe UVA, the national champion – resides in the ACC. It's it was not a banner year for the ACC this year. We didn't we we barely had a team in the top 10 and it was like less than 25% of the season. We don't have one of those rock 'em sock 'em we're going to beat your socks off type of team. So, Sweet 16 I think is as much hopeful we can be so as So you ACC got all fans. the ACC teams losing in the Sweet uh, Sweet 16. Well, no no one advancing past it's what I mean. Okay. I got people losing in the first round from the ACC, but uh, no one passed the Sweet 16 in the uh, tournament here. Wow. Let, let's okay. go into a region-by-region region breakdown here. Let's first start out west, okay? Um, I'm going to go through my west bracket. Then, David, yeah. you follow up here. So, in the west bracket, man, in the obvious, Gonzaga versus Norfolk State or Appalachian State. Appalachian State, I hope you get in the tournament. Shout out to a North Carolina team that made it. Um, but I got to take Gonzaga in that matchup. You got 8-9 Oklahoma-Missouri. I took Oklahoma here. And then you got Creighton, UC Santa Barbara. Give me the upset here. 12 seed over a 5 seed here, David. I'm going to take UC Santa Barbara. Give me Virginia over Ohio in the 4-13. In the next matchup, USC gets past whoever it is, Wichita State, Drake. It doesn't matter. USC's on a tear right now. I like them to get in the second round. Kansas over Eastern Washington in the 3-14 matchup. Give me the Ducks over the VCU. Oh, excuse me. Give me VCU over Oregon with the 7-10 matchup, and then Iowa and Grand Canyon. I took Iowa there. Now, moving into the second-round matches, I got Zaga over Oklahoma. I got UVA over Santa Barbara. I got USC over Kansas, and then I got VCU losing to Iowa to set us up in the uh, Sweet 16 with Zaga beating Virginia, Iowa beating USC, and then I've got Zaga advancing for the Final Four in the West. What do you got in the West bracket there, David? Okay, so big picture, uh, my uh, bracket here. Um, t- listen, Gonzaga is definitely beating the brakes off of Missouri. Mm. Uh, Virginia is going to advance in that. Uh, Kansas over USC. Uh, I got Oregon over Iowa. Uh-huh. And then I got Oregon over USC. Um, Virginia going to lose, unfortunately, to Gonzaga. That's a t- uh, tough luck of the draw. Right. Uh, and then I got Gonzaga over Oregon and Gonzaga moving on in the West. So you got an upset in your West with Oregon over Iowa. Yes, I do. That's yeah, you you got to predict the upsets because not all the lower seeds are going to win. Well, no, Somebody's yeah. going to lose. That's a, uh, someone's well, why do you like Oregon seed. over Iowa? 
I, I just feel like the way they've been playing um, is just something where they're just going to catch Iowa with the momentum. Yeah. And, um, you know, they're pretty, you know, they're, they're close to type of seed. Um, they did you know, make the Pac-12 championship game. They lost, but uh, they are kind of on a little tear here. I mean, I think it'll be an interesting game. I just think Luke Garza and Iowa, uh, mm. the big man for them, mm. I think they're too, a little bit too much. But, you know what? I like the upset. I like I like mm. the, uh, you got a plan for the aggressiveness that you you're coming with. Okay. So you got Zaga coming out of the West for the Final Four, right? Yes, sir. Yes, All sir, right. I do. Let's break down the East. At number one seed in the East is Michigan. Of course, I think we both got them advancing on past that. Um, next up, LSU in the 8-9 matchup over St. Bonnie right there. Give me Georgetown, who won the Big East tournament there Patrick over Colorado. Ewing. Congratulations to Patrick Ewing there, former Hornets assistant coach. Shout out, yeah, much love. Um, give me Florida State over the UNCG Greensboro. I, I hate to pick against Wes Miller, but Florida State's a good team, man. That's another North Carolina school that made it. Congratulations to the Spartans of UNCG Greensboro. Um, UNC Greensboro, excuse me. Um, give me uh, another upset. Whoever BYU playing, I don't care who it is, UCLA or Michigan you got, State. You got BYU. Give me Michigan State to what? beat UCLA and then to beat BYU to move on to the second BYU. round. BYU. Uh-huh. Yeah, my friend. And then give me Texas to, to beat Abilene Christian. Give me UConn over Maryland at 7-10. And then Alabama over Iona. Moving into the second round, I got Michigan over LSU, uh, FSU over Georgetown. Miracle run stops there for uh, uh, Georgetown there. Texas over Michigan State. And then Bama over UConn. And then in the final Switch 16 matchups, give me Michigan to beat FSU, man. Give me Texas to upset Bama. And then give me the Longhorns and Shaka Smart to shock the world and get to Indianapolis beating Michigan to go to the Final Four. Wow. I see you have something completely different. Uh, everybody, don't worry. We are going to post both our brackets we on will. social media so you can kind of take a closer look at it. I know we're kind of going through this. Um, but, yeah, so pretty much uh, let's jump right into it. I got Michigan over um, Mount St. Mary. They're going to win. Right. All right. Then I have Colorado over Georgetown. Unfortunately, Patrick Ewing, you had a great, you know, year. <laughs> you won, um, you know. You're kicking them out. You won your tournament. But, listen, yeah, first round, I got them as a knockout. I got Abilene Christian over Texas, actually. What? I got them over Texas, yeah. I, I got them beating Texas in the first round. David, who's yes. your plug? Huh? Who's your plug? Listen, you got it's going to be something drastic that happens that's going to I, shock I agree with everybody. You, but Texas and just won the Big 12 tournament. I know, and I think they're going to have a very fast exit. They're playing the best and, and basketball. And listen, listen, that's my upset, man. That's my upset. Listen, we'll see what happens. Wow. All right, so I got BYU beating uh, Abilene Christian. Yeah. I got UConn losing to Alabama. All right, and then Alabama beating BYU. Um, and then... FSU beating Colorado, and then I got Michigan topping St. Bonaventure. The Bonnies. Yeah. I don't know the word either. Right. It's a tough one. Um, And then uh, on top of that, Michigan losing to FSU. And then, man, I I really like uh, Alabama. Yeah. Alabama is officially not no longer really becoming a foot just a football team. Yeah. Um, they also, you know, becoming a basketball program as well. I don't know if y'all seen the Javon Cornerly video we got up on the page. The man is smooth as ice, cold as he's cold as ice, smooth as butter. Yeah. Um, check him out if you haven't heard of him. Now I got Alabama uh playing um FSU in the Elite Eight. In the Elite Eight. For the right to go to the final four, who exactly. wins? Exactly. And I give me Florida State. 
Wow. Give me, give me Florida State. And, uh, David, more, more faith than Tyler in the ACC in the tournament. Yeah. Got an ACC team in the Final Four. I do. All right. I do. Now we're going to go out Midwest, Midwest bracket, okay? Illinois, of course, going to advance over Drexel there as the one seed over the 16. Uh, Georgia Tech, ACC champions in the tournament. I got them losing to Loyola, Chicago there. Loyola, Chicago is a really good team. 24-4 and four this year. G- Georgia Tech got a bad draw here as ACC tournament I can't champions. can't believe that. You got Georgia Tech losing already? Yeah, the power of Sister Jean, bro. Are you kidding me? She's coming nah. in. She's hot and ready, and the Ramblers are moving uh, on. Uh, excuse right? me. Georgia Tech is winning that game. But They're not. This is my bracket, not yours. Um and then I got upset, 12 over 5 here. Oregon State beating Tennessee. I just don't like what I've seen out of Tennessee. Okay. Even though Rick Barnes is in North Carolina. He was born in Hickory. Woo, woo. HKY, baby, 828. But uh, I just I just don't like their team this year. They don't look as mm-hmm. sharp as they usually are. Oregon okay. State picks up a dub there. You know they're going to get that. Give me Cade Cunningham and Oklahoma State over Liberty in their matchup. Um, Syracuse and the fighting – Fighting Orange there, the fighting Jim Beheims. Um, I'm going to take them over San Diego State in 11 over 6 upset. Mm-hmm. West Virginia over Moorhead State. Give me Clemson over Rutgers. And then Houston over Cleveland State. In the second round, I've got Illinois advancing into the Sweet 16 over Loyola. I've got um, Oklahoma State beating Oregon State. I've got West Virginia getting past Syracuse in an old Big East battle. And I've got Clemson. Upsetting the two seed here to move mm. on into the Sweet 16 really? to okay. face West Virginia. Out of these matchup, I like. I don't know about that one. I like Illinois over Oklahoma State. I like West Virginia over Clemson. Sorry, Tigers fans, and then give me the Illini to get to the Final Four over West Virginia. What you got there, David? Okay. All right. So, um, wow. Our brackets are completely different. They are. They are completely. This is going to be interesting. I'm who upset is going to be the most? Yeah, uh, yeah. You you kind of are. So um, let me jump right into it, guys. Uh, so I got Illinois beating uh, Drexel, and um, I don't really think that's going to be a close match uh, matchup. You got Georgia Tech uh, losing to Loyola Chicago yeah. in the first round. It's yeah. not going to happen. They're it's, really it, good, dude. It, excuse me. Georgia Tech just won the ACC tournament. They're winning that. Um, Loyola just won their tournament. Okay. But <laughs> I'd rather win the ACC. Well, um, I mean, you only played two, t- two teams to get there. So, so whatever. Oregon State, I got them. Uh, play, well, of course, they're playing. Oregon State is playing Tennessee. Who you got there? Uh, Tennessee is going to win that game. They're okay. 18 and 8. They have a solid season all year. Um, give, me te- give me the volunteers in that one. Um, San Diego State versus Syracuse. What an interesting match up, uh, yep. matchup right here. Yep. Um, I really wanted to choose Jim Behind in the Qs. You should. But I am not. I got San Diego State winning that. Uh, they've wow. had a great year, 23-4 and four for the season. I think they're going to continue their hot streak that they're on right now. Um, Clemson, Rutgers, give me Clemson. Okay. All right. Give me the Clemson. Uh, give, me, give me the tide on that one. Um, now I got uh, against Houston versus Cleveland State. I, I got Houston obviously winning that. I don't. I, I really don't think that that's going to be a close right, match at all. Right. Now Houston versus West Virginia. This is when it starts. Hold on. What West about Virginia. Houston versus Clemson? Houston. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Houston versus Clemson. I got Houston winning that game. Okay. Houston will win that okay. game. Okay. You can book it. All right. Now 
this is where it gets interesting. Houston versus West Virginia. Okay. Oh my gosh, Bob Huggins is not going out this early. I, they've had a, they have a, right. a a really talented team. Yeah. I think that West Virginia is going to pull up uh, the win on that one. They're gonna they're gonna get the upset. Uh, but not a huge upset, really. I mean, their teams are pretty evenly matched. Yeah. Give me West Virginia. They got the easiest two seed, for sure. They do. Now, uh, you got uh, Oklahoma State playing... Um, uh, Illinois in your bracket? Or? Yeah, Illinois, excuse okay. me. So, yeah, they're, they're playing Illinois in the bracket. Kate Cunningham is on a tear. So, honestly, I think that Oklahoma State is going to uh, win that game and uh, continue to keep pressing on. Um, and then I got OK State versus West Virginia. Give me West Virginia in that game and West Virginia going to the to the final four. OK, I got you. I got you. All right. So, so far, we've got Gonzaga, Texas and Illinois in the final four in Tyler's bracket. David's got Gonzaga, Florida State, West Virginia, West Virginia. Let's break down the South now. South, as you this know, this is the bracket where Carolina is. Um Baylor, of course, going to advance over Hartford, in my opinion. Uh-oh. North Carolina, I, Uh-oh. I'm going to take them over Wisconsin. I think we got enough to beat Wisconsin. Wisconsin's losers of six of their last eight ball games. I like Carolina to win that ball game. Here's, <laughs> David, here's a shocker for All you. All right, what's up? Give me the Winthrop Eagles over the Villanova Wildcats in an upset in the first round. Listen, I'm actually here for that. Shout out to Rock Hill, South Carolina, Winthrop Moving on into the sweets, or excuse me, the second round with a huge upset over Villanova. Um, give me Purdue over North Texas in the 413. I'll take Texas Tech over Utah State. I'll take Arkansas over Colgate in the 314 matchup. Another ACC squad, Virginia Tech, moving on, going to beat Florida. And then give me Ohio State to beat Oral Roberts into the second round. Okay. Virginia Tech. Loses to OSU here, Ohio State. Gets in the Sweet 16. Mm -hmm. Texas Tech, I think, upsets uh, Arkansas. They're such a good team. They were in such a rough and tough Big 12 this year. Texas Tech moves on the Sweet 16. And then the Winthrop Eagles strikes again. They beat Purdue, and they're getting into oh, the Sweet 16. Your bracket is going to be busted on hey, so many levels. Listen, <laughs> listen, don't matter about my bracket. So All many right? levels. Go ahead. And then in the in the in what everybody wants to know, what's Tyler got Carolina doing, okay? Unfortunately, they're playing Baylor here in Go this ahead, matchup. Go ahead, use your head, not your and, heart. And I, listen. Don't worry, I'm here Baylor, for you. Baylor, if, if Baylor, Baylor advances. Don't worry, I'm right. here for you. I, you Baylor advances. I'm not going to be emotional because Duke is still going to be watching us play in that game. If you get a little so emotional, it's Duke okay. And, Duke and State, get out your notepads because oh we'll be in the tournament playing so still. Sad. I'm so, At the end of the day, beautiful moment. Baylor, I think, has really, really good guards that will uh, pressure our guards. Carolina's got bigs, and I expect Carolina to dominate in the paint. I feel like it'll be a close ball game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout by any means, but I think Baylor squeaks by Carolina. And a heartbreaker uh, for Tar Heels fans. So sorry, UNC, but oh, this is where you're going to bow the tournament. Such a sad story. Now, Winthrop versus Baylor. Baylor's going to take care of Winthrop. Rocky, I apologize. And then Texas Tech over Ohio State. Nada. Ohio State wins that. And then give me Ohio State to upset Baylor to get to the Final Four um, and solidify happen, my Final Four sure. bracket there. What you one, got in the south? Well, uh, one, I'm just, I'm really proud of you. I'm really proud of you for using your head and not your heart. I always and, do, because we all know that UNC is not beating Baylor. Unfortunately, they're gonna have to take an early bow 
out of the tournament. So I'm proud of you. And if you get emotional when it happens, don't worry. It's I'll too be your bad. shoulder to it's cry It's too bad on. you can't use you your know? hand, not your heart, when Listen. you're trying to describe why Duke oh didn't make the gosh. tournament. All Listen, right? that's an early ticket out. Like, that's a faster ticket than most people. Oh, my goodness. All right, so let me just jump right into it, guys. Um, Baylor Hartford. Oh, Baylor Hartford. I got e- Baylor easily winning. Yeah. Uh, North Carolina, Wisconsin. Uh, I actually have um, North Carolina winning that game. Yep. Okay. So I, I do have North Carolina winning that game. Stop it. Winthrop, excuse me. You think Winthrop is going to go far in this tournament? Yeah. Uh, no, they're not beating Villanova. Well, Villanova is missing can't. one of their best players. Okay. I understand. Their starting point guard I, just went down with an injury. I understand. And you know what? To your and point, they got bounced from the to, Big East tournament oh, earlier oh, by Georgetown. Can I say my point yeah, about Winthrop? Okay, please. Thank you. But you want to know why? Excuse me. I'm trying I, to, to tell you. To your point, Jay Billis did have Winthrop. Being maybe a team that could upset Villanova, so I, I will give you that. It ain't happening though. Don't wish on that star. Um, so Winthrop losing to Villanova. I got Purdue over North Texas. Then we got you. Uh, excuse me. We got uh, Utah State beating Texas Tech. Um, I got Arkansas beating Colgate. Utah State beating Texas Tech. Yeah. Good gracious. Yeah, I do. I do. I, I do. I have Utah Mother State beating. Mary of yes, sir. I, didn't, I didn't stutter. I got Utah State beating Texas Tech. Um, Arkansas over Colgate. They had a great year, by the way. 14-1. and one. Um, Probably had a little bit of game stop mm. because of uh, COVID. But moving on. So give me um, give me Virginia Tech yeah. right now over Florida. I still like the Hokies. Okay. All right. That'd be interesting. All right. And then we're going to have Ohio State easily dusting off Oral Roberts. Okay. Uh, has anybody ever even heard of Oral Roberts? Right. Like, come on. Come on now. Now who All you right. got in that next round with VT Ohio State? All right. Let me tell you. I got Ohio State advancing against Virginia Tech, okay? Uh-huh. All right, we got Utah State over Arkansas. We got Villanova over Purdue. Uh-huh. And then we got Baylor just yeah. dusting off. Primetime TV. If y'all haven't – listen, y'all, y'all TiVo that game. It's going to be interesting. Not for the, the Carolina fans, though. Oh, I think it's still be interesting even sorry if we lose. Say, I think it's going to be a heartbreaker at the end of the day. All right, okay. Give, me, right. give me your sweet 16 matchup. All right, so, so let's jump into that. Give me Baylor over Villanova. Uh-huh. Um, and then give me Ohio State over Utah State. All okay. right. And then um, I got Baylor beating the Buckeyes and moving on to the Final Four. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. So your Final Four is who? My Final Four is Baylor, West Virginia, FSU, and Gonzaga. Jesus. And it, compared to Gonzaga, Ohio State, who Illinois, and Texas. So in, in my final four semifinal matchup against Ohio State teams. and Illinois, it's a rematch of the Big Ten championship game, which is very entertaining on Sunday. But this time, give me the Ohio State Buckeyes to get past Illinois, advance to the championship game. And go, who you got in that side of the bracket? You got um, Baylor, West Virginia. Who's winning? Big 12 matchup. I got Baylor winning again. Got Baylor going, got Baylor going in Sorry, again. Sorry, Bob Huggins, man, um, in West Virginia. But no, you're not going to get that win. All right, I hear you. I hear you. We'll ask your West Virginia friend about that. They'd probably be pretty upset that you put them uh, out right there. I know. And then you got Gonzaga versus Texas for me, and this is where Texas dream runs ends. Okay, Shaka Smart won't be shocking anybody here. Gonzaga goes to the championship where they'll play Ohio State. And I think you and I got some similar picks here, sir. Mm-hmm. Give me Gonzaga to win it, 84-80. to 80. Who you got in your championship game? Okay, I got uh, Gonzaga. My, my, uh, actually, let me just – a quick little side note. 
your bracket is going to be busted so early, sir. It's going to be so entertaining. I'm loving this. Uh, we'll see what's going to happen with that, but I think I have a better bracket than you. Uh, give me Gonzaga over Baylor and a score of something like 87 80. I think they're going to win kind of handily. Let me see your bracket real quick. Your bracket is going to be better. Don't worry. Be it's going to be on social media. Hold on. Hold on. And let we're going to see who's, who was more accurate in the ACC on. tournament, by the let, way. Let me um, let me go ahead and say that it's it's inconclusive because games couldn't get played. All right. Um, I actually picked the winner. So it's you didn't pick the winner. It is kind of conclusive that. in that in that aspect. It's kind of conclusive. Well, there. you know what? Virginia, <laughs> listen. Virginia, we all know Virginia was going to win. COVID took them we out. We did not know Virginia was going to win. Well, that's the excuse you're making for Duke. Duke beat Virginia last time they played. No, that's not what I'm saying to you. We just, we're not going to hash that out again. But everybody who's following the podcast will understand what the hell I'll say. All right. My bracket's going to be shot to hell, David says. But let me let me mention this. In your Elite Eight, you got a one seed and a six – excuse me, a seven seed. Then you got a four seed and a two seed. Then a one and a two, no surprise there. And then a four and a three. You're taking a lot of risk here, guy. Me, on the other hand, I'm relatively safe. I got a little upset early. All you got is shockers. Is I don't know. Well, well, listen, shockers listen, not shocking listen. nobody this year. <laughs> but but look at my but look at what? my lead A. I got a one and a two. Let me see. Hold on. I got a one and a two. I got a one and a three. A one and a two and a one and a three. That's not that risky. I I I, I would put all, money on mine. You're missing the name of the game. The name of the game is to take the risk. I did. Not this type of risk. This is terrible risk, man. You got Look. Texas losing in the first round. I don't want to hear your mouth right now. And when they do, what you going to say? What I'm going to say is... You better come on a podcast next week and be like, listen, David had a point. Listen, if Texas <laughs> loses, it blows my whole bracket all to hell. So Seriously. I, I will say that with you, okay? All right. all right. Now it's time for our new segment again, Buy or Sell. This is the Horn Pants edition, okay? Ooh, what I mean it. by Horn Pants, Hornets, Panthers edition. All right. Um... That's a good buy one. Buy or like sell that. here. I like that. You guys ready for this? Listen, buy or sell, David. The Hornets beat the Kings with a comeback victory on Monday night and now sit as the fifth seed in the East. Do you buy or sell that the Hornets have made it? I buy that the Hornets have figured something out. We're on a winning streak, um, five-game winning streak right now. The Hornets are just playing well. And the biggest thing that I'm excited about with the Hornets, we found a way to win at the end of the game. Terry Rozier is taking over our backbone and our identity, and the Hornets have finally flipped the switch. We're actually winning those close games and not losing, losing it like last year. I'm a sell. I don't think we've made it yet. Whatever it is, by the way, mm -hmm. you just said that that you buy that they figured something out. I think they figured something out. I don't think they've made it, so I'm selling here, okay? You should not need a comeback victory to beat the Kings. You shouldn't. You, If you've made it, you're beating these teams, and it's not even a contest late, okay? So the Hornets aren't good enough to take nights off like they did. They got lucky against the Kings to come back. Bad teams beat good teams all the time in the NBA. It happens. You can you can catch teams sleeping. It happens. But, let's, let, but, but, David, look at the last couple of wins for the Hornets. We haven't been dominating people. All right, we're not blowing people out of the water. But that's not the point, though. The point is the fact that they're winning the close games. How many heartbreaking games have the Hornets lost over the last two, They've three years? They've lost some. I'll, a give ton. You that. I'll give that's you that. That's the biggest They've thing with the Hornets. Some. I'll give you some. I just don't think they made it yet. I need to see a little bit more. Start beating the teams you're supposed to beat on a regular basis, and then I'll, I'll crown you with that. Um, Hornets have five straight road games coming up against uh, Denver, the Lakers, Clippers, Spurs, mm -hmm. and then the Rockets. 
do you buy or sell the Hornets win at least three games? Um, you know, this one is really tough, actually. Yeah. I am going to buy that the Hornets will win at least three of these games. I think they win tonight in Denver. I think that they beat the Spurs, and then the Rockets is a bye week, so that's going to be an easy win. They are going to win three of the five games. So you so you got them beaten, you said? Denver, Denver Spurs, Spurs, and then the Rockets. Okay, yes. I can see that. Yes. I, I'll sell. I don't think we're beating. I don't think we're You're beating. Not, you don't think we're going to win at least three of these games? Uh-uh. I, I, we're, gonna, we're going to 0-3, Denver, losses. Lakers, Clippers, 0-3 there, and then we'll turn around against the Spurs and the Rockets. Um, I don't okay. think we win at least three of those. So. That's very plausible, but, I mean, I'm a little more optimistic. I feel you. I feel you. Um, today or in recent news, LaMelo Ball said that he was not really excited to play LeBron James. Um, do you buy or sell that he threw shade at LeBron James? No, uh, I uh, sell that he didn't throw any shade on LeBron because if you take a closer look, and, and just if you just look who LaMelo is, uh, he's not that type of player that's just going to be shading people. LaMelo is just saying that he's not starstruck by LeBron, and that's completely fine. His dad has brought him up where, where, where he has the kind of identity where he's the man. He doesn't have to always be a little brother to everybody. LeBron is a superstar on the likes that the NBA rarely have ever seen. Right. Um, LaMelo is a star in his own right. And he's just saying that he loves who LeBron is, but at the same time, he's not shading him like, oh, I'm super starstruck to, to meet you for the first time. That's that sort of thing. Yeah, I'm selling it too. Um, ESPN was trying to sell that there was shade today mm -hmm. um, with the headline that popped up on my phone that said, Tasteless. literally, LaMelo throws it's shade tasteless. at LeBron. That's the headline. Then you go and read in the article on ESPN, and it actually says, LaMelo didn't mean it as a slight against LeBron. Well, which one is it, damn it? You can't come out and say the man's throwing shade. You know in the world that we live in, people only read headlines, um, won't name a certain group of people out there, but we all know who you are. What is, it, right? ca what is it called when it's literally uh, you're just trying to get people to click on it? Clickbait. Clickbait. That's all that was. That literally all it all was. All it was clickbait. Selling on that. Do better, ESPN. That's not how we do, okay? Uh, Panthers David have only signed Pat Elfling a guard, and Cameron Irvin so far in the free agency who's an offensive tackle. Do you buy or sell that the Panthers free agency has been disappointed since the free agency period opened last week? Um, as a commentator and as a fan, I'm going to say, yes, it has been very disappointing. So we you're buying. Uh, so, yeah, I, I am buying that it has been very disappointing. I agree. Um, you know, it, like, what, ha what big splash has the Panthers made? Not only that, but the leading uh, third down conversion – uh, receiver in the NFL and Curtis Samuel literally just signed with the Redskins for a three-year, $11 million deal. Congrats, so, Curtis. Congrats, Curtis Samuel. We're sad to see you go. I really wanted him to stay. Yep. He's pivotal to the Panthers, but, yeah, we haven't made any Get your questions. money, buddy. Um, I, I would, I'll buy that. We've been disappointing so far. You know, you see him clearing out all these room for the cap space. We restructured Christian McCaffrey's deal. We restructured uh, Shaq Thompson's deal. We've done all these restructures, and we've got over $30 million in cap space, and we're not making any splashes. So I think what this points to, David, is that the Panthers are really going to go all in on either Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson or some other quarterback out there to I see what so. they can do. I think that's what's going to happen. That's to. why we haven't seen anything yet. Yeah. And they're just not showing their hand all the way. So we'll see what's going to come for them. But Panthers, do something. It's like Simba come trying to talk on, to his man. dad, telling him, come on, get up, do something. Everybody remembers that scene. Broke your heart, Lion King. Uh, I can't I can't stand to think of it again. Anyway, Panthers GM uh, Scott Fitterer said, Teddy is our quarterback. 
He's a total pro. I look forward yeah, to him to him coming back. Matt Rule doubled down and said, I can't wait for him to get back here. David, are you buying what they're saying, or is this just mouth speak? Uh, I think this is lip service. Um, it kind of reminds me like when you broke up with your girlfriend or something, or you're pretty much trying to distance yourself from your girlfriend, and then you try to play the field and find out, you know, actually there's not a lot of options that's better than what I have out there. So I'm going to just keep what I have. So you try to woo them in with some flowers or some chocolate or something. That's kind of what it feels like with the whole Teddy Bridgewater thing. You know, at this point, they don't want Teddy Bridgewater to check out. I'm, I'm, literally selling that this is uh this is all lip service all lip service i think, I think so too yeah i mean <laughs> jesus is it are you kidding me all the moves you're making you're clearing up cap space you're scouting other quarterbacks left and right okay you can't tell me that teddy bridgewater is going to be here in the fall not what the moves are making the only, if he's here in the fall he'll be traded pretty quickly because we're going to draft a quarterback Maybe let Teddy start for a couple of day, a couple of games, and then boom, we're going to. Whether the Panthers not playing the field, were they not playing the field with their options? They are. And then Teddy Bridgewater is over there on the sidelines looking sick. Like, he is. No, come on. He now. is. I mean, come on now, Teddy. Ask for a trade, buddy. Get out while you can, because it's not going to be. <laughs> I ain't going to say all that. I don't Listen, know about that. Talk to Cam Newton about what happens. Okay, <laughs> trust me. Or D'Angelo uh, Williams, or Steve Smith, whoever you want to talk to, just talk to him. David, here's a little nice story out of last week. Greg Olson and Thomas Davis. Both sign a one-day contract with the Panthers to retire from the NFL as a Panther. Buy or sell from you, my friend. Greg Olson and Thomas Davis are top five Panthers players of all time. I am going to go. Uh, I'm going to buy that uh, that they are, and that is a very you know heart uh, strings kind of pulling kind of yeah. situation. One-day contract, just so because we all know that at the end of the day, Greg Olson and both Thomas Davis are Panthers at heart. Um, they they bleed blue. So yes, I am buying that they are top five. I actually currently have right now my top five Panthers to uh, go something like this: Greg Olson leading all time uh, receptions yards for Titans uh, for the Panthers. Thomas Davis is in the top as well. I got Jake DeLome. I got Steve Smith, and we got Cam Newton. So right now, uh, yes, he is. The both of them are in my top five Panthers at all, uh, of all time. Musa Muhammad, a close sixth place. Oh, it's this is tough for me, okay? Um I'm going to buy for Greg Olson and I love Thomas Davis, so don't take this the wrong way, T D. He will. Give give me sixth place for T D and here's oh, wow. why. So disrespectful. Because I'm gonna take Cam Newton, okay? I'm gonna take Steve Smith. All right. I'll take Greg Olson. But you gotta give me Julius Peppers. Right? Mm. You can't forget Julius Peppers mm. in your top five, dude. Julius Peppers is going to stay. Excuse me. Man. Julius Peppers was one of the best of all time. Yeah, you're right about that. And then you got to go. You got to go. Number five is going to be Luke Keekley, man. You can't leave him out either, man. Mm. So, TD, you're sixth in my list. Mm. I still think those are some really great people out of you. Don't, don't, don't fret, my friend. Um, so that's my top I five. Lie, my I can't lie. I like your list. That's pretty you good. You like my list? I appreciate Luke it. I appreciate Shout out it. to Luke, man. Come back to us. All right, folks, you know what this means. It is time for the Fool of the Week. Again, as always, this portion of the podcast is sponsored by Christian Morrison over at My Aroma Goods. Fellas, do not be fooled and let that funk get in the way of your life. Nothing is worse than having that special lady, or for ladies, that guy over, and the smell of yesterday's stanky stank milk still sitting in the trash can, stinking up the house. 
My Aroma Goods has many options available for you to help calm that stank down from wax burners to diffusers to body wash to kids' needs and even pet needs. My Aroma Goods has everything you need to fill your life with fragrance. These items will also make great gifts as well, so fellas, be thinking about that coming up. We got Mother's Day. Think ahead, fellas, all right? You can... Visit the website at myaromagoods.cincy.us. Again, that's myaromagoods.scentsy.us. David, this week, a um, little bit more somber news for the full of the week for me. Um, it is whoever is responsible for whatever is going on in Atlanta right now. Um, it, it's it's kind of crazy that we live in a world where people are targeted um, just because of your race and People are not informing themselves of what's happening in the world um, and, and what their true reason for the coronavirus being here or not being here. But it has nothing to do with the Asians that are living in Correct. the United States of America. And my hearts go out to the families out there. My condolences go to them. Um, a lot of NBA stars and a lot of other uh, NFL athletes and, and sports stars have also expressed their condolences to them. And so hope when this guy gets caught, we, we teach him a lesson. We bring him to justice. Um, but, he did get caught. But the world, he did get caught good. Yeah. The world needs to learn a lesson from this. Stop taking everything you read online so seriously. Do your own research. Stop headline researching everything. And just at the end of the day, fact check everything. You got to fact check everything. Um, I'm not going to get sure. into politics on it. I do believe it's played a role in this. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it is what it is, and I hate to see this. So um, shout out to – where are all my Bachelor fans at? Uh, you know, if we have any Bachelor fans – this year has been very interesting with the first black bachelor in Matt James. Uh -huh. Now, I'm actually not going to make them technically a full full of the week because I actually kind of like a little bit of a redemption story. But Rachel uh, Kirk Conley, um, with her being a part of that uh, in 2018, going to that party um, where it was pretty much a, a, a signification of um a party of before the war right i, I forgot the name uh -huh. of, of, of this party but it's pretty much a symbolized like celebration of the fact that slavery was still involved she did it in 2018 one thing that i anybody watch you know not only the bachelor finale last night but also the first time matt and rachel linked for the first time because you know they were engaged i don't uh -huh. know if you know but they were engaged and you know it was a it was a really interesting dynamic um and she apologized and i think she was very contrite she was very uh she showed a lot of contrition um she said she had a lot to learn and she was ignorant but she wasn't making any excuses for that so originally she was going to be my full of the week but i love the apology i'm not going to lie I, I think that you know she was well spoken in the episode last night if you haven't watched it tyler you need to go ahead and watch that Hard all my pass. bachelor fans it was really interesting um, you know, they call him Matt, Matt James, an uh, interesting bachelor. But that's a little, that's a topic for a different day. But um, I actually am going to go with that uh, guy from Atlanta, too. It's just a, a shame. Um, that's just embarrassing uh, to the nation. We're not, we're not for any Asian hate whatsoever. It's zero tolerance for that. And those people need to be prosecuted for, to the full extent of the law. Right. Period. Exactly. Exactly. So. Um, we'll hope the justice comes down and they get what's coming to them. So, hate to kind of end the show on that week, but folks, that's all we got for you. 
Um, thanks for exactly. joining us on another episode of Unpopular But Accurate. Join us next week as we yes, jump sir. into all the action of the NCAA tournament. Let's see how the good the Hornets actually are on this five-game road trip. And let's see if the Panthers make any exactly. progress on these free agent moves. Get moving, Matt Rowe. Get moving, Scott Fitter. We want to see some moves. Also, let us know who you got to, to cut down the nets in Indianapolis. Who's going to win it all? In the NCAA tournament, and let us know what you honestly think. Are y'all excited for the March Madness tournament? Let's hit it. It is here. As always, even if you hated our text, we hope we at least entertained you, if nothing else. For David and myself, thank you for joining us on UBA, and we'll see you.